0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from ACAST. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link
1: in the show description to support now. Grant. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Two, quite a different episode of Sure It'll Be Grand. Your usually scheduled podcast where two Irish just talk about a single movie has now become an irregularly scheduled podcast where two Irish just talk about two movies at the one time. In something- yeah, like,
0: because we, we were going to just review one movie and then you decided, no, no, Dan, I got an idea here.
1: Yeah, well, look, so last time out, where we, <laughs> to take it back where we last left Two off. Weeks. A quick recap. Whoa. <laughs> I had chosen Armageddon to be our next movie we were going to talk about. And after mm. I said that, Dan immediately said, well, you know what I'm picking next? It's going to yeah. be Deep Impact. And then yeah. I thought, like, it's hard to talk about one without talking about the other, really. They are, you know, they go hand in hand. They're twin movies, basically. So I thought it'd be fun if we tried something different. So this is a... The first in a series, well we hope hope a series, that we're going to do every once in a while. That we're tentatively calling Splitting Hairs. Uh, so we're going to take both movies and we're going to go head to head. We will each argue our cases. We have split the arguments up into a couple of categories that we're going to run through. And we're going to give you the good. I'm, no, I'm not going to mention any bad things about my movie because there are none. And uh, <laughs> we'll go from there, and we'll see what happens. There is no moderator. Yep. So. <laughs> I, I just want to say, one day I
0: want to get like a counter when we watch one of these movies that while we're watching, I have a few things to say about each two seconds in the film, so I can just clicker the counter down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you get one of those old um, in the Tato pack. The you
0: got the clicker, links, clicker box clicker thing. Yeah.
1: Things,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Taters or Walkers? One of them. No, oh, they were.
1: They came with like links.
0: No, but you got them with crisp packets as well. If you got like, you had the chance of getting like a little blue envelope where you either got 20 euro or, or you like sent off and you got like a click on the post. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think I it was it must have been Walkers because Tato the doesn't I think give us stuff. it was Walkers and it was like a 20 yeah. pound note.
0: No, it was actually 20 euro in Ireland.
1: Was it? Anyway, yeah. we're
0: gone off topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what we're going to do the podcast on. Okay, here we go.
1: Splitting hairs. Dan, if you could please introduce your movie.
0: My movie is Deep Impact. It was directed by Mimi Leda. You might have um, seen her direct things like West Wing, ER, Shameless, even The Leftovers um, more recently. Uh, Quite a popular show. I watched like six episodes and said, oh, I really like this. I'll come back to it. Never did, because that's how I roll. Um, (laughs) Same, same. I I just found one of the things interesting. It was released uh, by Paramount Pictures in North America and by DreamWorks Pictures Internationally. And I kind of forgot that DreamWorks did, like, non-3D, child-centric movies. I don't know what it's That they're been. not just an animation yeah. studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Yeah. Produced by uh, David Brown and Richard D. Zanuck. And I believe Steven Spielberg was still involved in some capacity. He was actually Executive signed producer. up to be director at One Stage. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so the producers-wise, so David Brown uh, produced Jaws 1 and 2 and Cocoon 1 and 2 alongside of Richard D. Zanuck. And uh, David Brown also did A Few Good Men, Andrews Ashes and Chocolate, which are really fantastic movies. Richard D. Zanuck then by himself also did Rusellum Engagement, Planet of the Apes, the 2001 version. That'd be a weird callback. Uh, Big Finish, and then Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Uh, Writers are... Um, Bruce Joel Rubin, who wrote Ghost, uh, the very popular Swayze movie, mm-hmm. um, also mm-hmm. wrote the musical. Um, so that exists. The Ghost uh,
1: musical or the Deep Impact There's a Ghost
0: musical, musical and the same guy wrote it. Um, oh, I thought that, I,
1: Honestly, I thought maybe there was a Deep Impact musical.
0: Oh, imagine. I <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> he also wrote The Time of Terror's Wife and Stuart Little. Another writer on the team was uh, Michael Tolkien. Uh, not Tolkien, Tolkien. Um he wrote uh The Player, uh, Changing Names and Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 zombie movie that probably most people have heard of.
1: The Zack Snyder one.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, hmm. okay, yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the Zack. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh there's there's quite
0: a few uh big actors in this uh obviously Morgan Freeman uh plays um president tom beck uh, apparently <laughs> the studio um so the director maybe later was in talks with some of the heads of the studio and they went like no look we can't put a black president in because she wanted uh Morgan Freeman in and like look we're not doing science fiction and we're not so we can't have a black president in this and it's like first of all the first part is like it wasn't really science fiction. There was a pre- black president 10 years later. And second of all, it is science fiction. Like Deep Impact is a sci-fi movie.
1: I'm confused. Yeah, that was his like, argument. But were they, they were saying that a black president is a sci-fi? It was like sci-fi.
0: Fi? Oh, it was like this convoluted future thing that could possibly
1: happen now. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird way to look at it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we have Robert Duvall, who plays Captain Stur- Spurgeon, um, and going right into his nickname, Fish. Uh, Ron Eldard, um, Mary McCormick, uh, Blair Underwood, um, Alexandra Baleuth, um our Russian nuclear friend on the ship and john Favreau as a guy who dies very fast and there's a, quite yeah. a few more people <laughs> on here like elijah woods in this obviously and uh tian Lo- Yoni. I, i'm not sure how to pronounce his second name i'm sorry um, tian leoni yeah exactly and yeah there's a, quite a few um we could keep going but had some pretty impressive a pretty impressive cast i think i mean
1: you know, in and of itself. However,
0: <laughs> okay. okay. But before, before we get into that, okay, let me just finish. Fine. Um, this there was some similarities as well. There was a program on NASA called Deep Impact, which was um basically um uh, investigation mission to take pictures of some comets and like collide themselves into the core of asteroids to like learn things from it. Um, and apparently, uh, they're unrelated. Um. They just came up with the name at the same time, the movie and the NASA project. They just went, oh, yeah, Deep Impact. That sounds like a good thing to call this thing. it's
1: a cool name. It's a pretty cool name.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. It got loads of sales because... um, So just before the movie's release, um, an an astronomer found an asteroid um, about one mile across, and they said, yeah, this is going to impact Earth. And people lost their shit and really want to watch this movie, I guess, because they'd learn something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then like a whole bunch of other astronomers came along, like, yeah, no, it's 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 not going to hit. And,
1: all right. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. All that uh, trip to the cinema wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched that stupid movie from nothing. Yeah, I yeah, to sit through deep impact and we're not going to be hit by an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, so. That's everything for me. Uh, now you can introduce well, the thing you call a movie.
1: <laughs> My movie is 1998's Armageddon. The best, biggest, bravest, boldest asteroid movie of them all. You talk about money armageddon was the highest grossing movie of 1998 it sure
0: was i like to imagine huh? this is where the universe split into the good path and the bad path this is, <laughs> yeah we entered the darkest <laughs> timeline and
1: yeah. Armageddon, michael bay's monstrosity of armageddon was a screenplay by jj abrams we've got two titans of industry colliding together yeah. you talk about a deep impacts cast Armageddon had Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, Will Patton, Keith David, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark, Duncan, Jessica Steen, Eddie Griffin is in there. Even remember Eddie Griffin? Oh, he's in the movie. Eddie. Yeah, he's yeah. in Armageddon, so it's superior okay. already. Is <laughs> it? Yeah.
0: No, I'm sorry. Morgan Freeman's worth all of them put together.
1: I'm not. No. G- yeah. He just isn't. He's not even a he's not even the best president in either of oh. these
0: movies. Oh. Or in these
1: type of movies. Oh right.
0: okay. Um I mean, you know, it's Morgan Freeman. I don't know how he can have that opinion, but
1: So those those are the contenders, ladies and gentlemen. We will yes. each be arguing our cases. We have some categories, sort of I guess. Sort of. Yeah, tentatively, yeah. They're, sort of, they're categories. We've split these movies up yeah. based on some similar elements that each of them share, which is basically everything. But we we, we went for, yeah. like, three big ones. Yeah, it's, so, it's almost
0: like they're reboots of each other. Like, where they took the main story and then just changed things up.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And you could look at that in either direction, really, to be honest.
0: Yeah, really. Like very much so. <laughs> like, I would say, Deep Impact looks older. Somehow, deep
1: deep impact has that like it, like it's a it properly looks like an old eighties Spielberg movie. Yeah, at times especially at the start and with that soundtrack that was going on, not John yeah. Williams, I think it was James Horner, but that yeah, yeah you know, it does look older. Do you than think Armageddon. it's do you think it's
0: because Armageddon, um, Michael Bay was trying to create a new way of cinema, like his way, and now that it's popular now. We just assume, like, oh yeah, this is the newer way of doing things.
1: I mean, maybe. I think Michael Bay, the Bayisms. Was Armageddon the first? Did the birth of Bay? I know it wasn't his first movie. But is this where he became a man? <laughs> where he was in the movie as it well a, oh it's only God. his third movie like his yeah. pri- prior to Armageddon he'd done Bad Boys which is a classic and The Rock yeah, it is. which is also a great movie Yeah. so he was is. on a roll and after Armageddon he did fucking Pearl Harbor alright he did do that didn't yeah, he yeah it wasn't until he did like The Island that shit got a bit weird with Michael Bay. yeah
0: I mean no no look look let's be fair Armageddon is a bit weird
1: look We're blowing our load here. Okay, we're blowing our
0: load. It's in the intro. Yes, go on. All
1: right, here we go. Intro completed, sir. We are diving into the first of our categories, and we're going to talk about the asteroid. The comet we discovered is the size of New York City. It's the size of Texas, Mr. President. It is the size of Texas, Mr. President. Point number one in Armageddon's favor, my asteroid is bigger.
0: Yeah, just just to say it though, uh, Morgan Freeman literally corrected you there, oh, the comet, uh, the asteroid was.
1: <laughs> corrected me?
0: Yeah, you, you literally went, uh, and now we're going to talk about the section which is called the comet. <laughs> literally Morgan Freeman went, the asteroid is. <laughs> I
1: didn't say the comet. You did, yeah? I didn't. You did, yeah? Oh, you did. Okay, well, well, we'll view the tape.
0: And you'll know it straight away because you've been listening.
1: Yeah, true. No, I'll edit it out. <clears throat> I'll correct myself. <laughs> i myself saying asteroid over the top. And then, the asteroid. Yeah, me in a complete <laughs> monotone. The asteroid. <laughs> Highly yeah. pronounced. Hmm. I'll, I'll let you go first with this one. already started. Point number one. The asteroid in Armageddon is bigger, therefore it's better. That is how things work. My asteroid is the size of Texas yours is only the size of like half a New York city half a manhattan its it's actually
0: Manhattan island size of Manhattan island
1: it's not the full size of the island
0: it, that's what they said eleven no, kilometers he says it,
1: no Morgan Freeman specifically says it's about seven it's about six miles long and then he's seven spe- miles he specifically states it's from the Tip a Central Park down to the Battery, which is not the full length of Manhattan. All right,
0: I'm sorry, Mister. I was in New York. Listen, for if, you'd a bit done, if you
1: had done, if just if you had done your research, <laughs> clearly you haven't. I mean, you'd know I that. Have. Either way, you'd know Texas is bigger than Manhattan. Yeah, I know. I'm not arguing the size. Well, <laughs> like, who won the size? Big, am I bigger is better? All right, my asteroid's bigger and it's scarier and it's louder and it's. I mean, More sexy.
0: Okay, I'm just saying, like, they're both terrifyingly large and they're both going to wipe out humanity. Like At one stage, like, this is the whole problem. He had to go, like, oh, it's a size Texas. Didn't have to say that. You could have just, dinosaur
1: level, that would have been enough. But
0: but no. But he
1: says that too, all right? He specifically says that it's, like, oh, the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs was only about seven miles long. Yes. This one's the size of Texas, Mr. President says Billy Bob Thornton, head of NASA. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You can't...
0: You but, re- you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it, it seems a bit unnecessary. It seems like overkill. Almost like that's what's fashioned all of Michael Bay's movies forever. Well, yeah,
1: sure. That, it's not a point against Michael Bay to say he but, does things but, that are unnecessary. But, but hold on, hold on. But you, it just makes oh, this... Like a seven-kilometer-long
0: asteroid... It's like saying, oh, you know, that's mild. That's that's mild.
1: It, that's not enough. That's not over the top, all right? It is.
0: No, <laughs> I'm, I agree with you
1: exactly. You're right. A seven-mile-long asteroid such as the one in Deep Impact is not enough. It's not enough asteroid. No, no, I enough. said the exact opposite no, there. You're right. It's not enough, Dan. It's not. <laughs> you need an asteroid that's at least the size of a, US, a large U.S. state such as Texas. Okay. I also love the implication that, you know, the asteroid is a Texan and Texas is going to collide with the Earth or collide with America. Maybe it's a, a deep Michael Bay level allegory for Texas seceding from the Union and the crumpling infrastructure of the United States government. I think you're the first
0: person. I think you the first person on this planet to put Michael Bay and deep allegory together in one <laughs> sentence. Oh, people and just claim it as
1: a I, fact. I, I, I just, I understand this man. I know exactly what he's going for here. Yeah, that's it exactly worries what me that you understand, I understand this man. Everything this about him. All right, Michael <laughs> Bay. Michael Bay. Him, me, and him share the same palette. We live and breathe the same air. Okay, and I know that's what he meant. He meant Armageddon to be a, a deep, philosophical look. Outlook on the trouble between the United States governmental judicial systems. All right, and he succeeded.
0: I mean, here's a line that I think you'll appreciate. Um, You know the line where Morgan Freeman, uh, President Thomas Beck, he is talking to the nation, and he's telling basically, you know, a glass of water will cost us. The glass of water price prices will freeze. Wages will stop. Not stop. Like stay at the same level, all this kind of stuff, and apparently the original line he had in it was like, you know, life will go on, we will prevail. But did you know that there was more to the end of that sentence? Originally, it was going to be, life will go on, we will prevail. This is not Armageddon. <laughs> and they, then they
1: realized, oh, oh shit, this other see? movie's coming out yeah, called Armageddon, so, he, so we're so- going to take that out. See, that's a bitch move on Deep Impact's part to take that out. <laughs> they should have studied No, I agree with you. If yeah. Michael Bay would never, he would, I'm, <laughs> he, if there was a line in his script that said this, the asteroid's going to cause a deep impact on earth, he would have had himself as the NASA scientist that he cameos as in the movie, Turn <laughs> like speak that line. And as he says the words Deep Impact, look straight down the camera and then just turn back and act yeah. like nothing happened. All right. Yeah. But here's the thing, okay. Uh, in your world, in, in the world of
0: Armageddon, how did people feel about the asteroid? What was the mood of the people?
1: You know, how was well, it hidden um, away? How was it revealed? Oh, they're all dead, Dan. All right? Because our, uh, Michael Bay's introduction of the asteroid to the world is a small asteroid hits New York City. Yeah. And thousands of people die. Yeah. The
0: asteroid seem to have been picking... Central areas where humans lived as
1: well. Yeah. Like- Michael Bay, the, <laughs> the, 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 the asteroid, as she is lovingly called Dottie in Armageddon, is a sentient being who is attacking the Earth. All right? Yeah. She's, she's living. She's a <laughs> She's a horrible ex-wife that's come back to wreak her vengeance on her ex-husband yeah. that is the Earth. Michael Bay.
0: Possibly Sorry, Michael what
1: Michael Bay is the earth, <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would make a lot more sense in his graph, but yeah, so it also like it attacks things Southeast Asia. I think that's literally all they said was it Southeast Asia, or did they become more specific?
1: I think it's Taiwan, but I, I don't Taiwan, I mean, yeah, I don't know if it was they were that if it's specific, Taiwan, they
0: really I, made Taiwan look really, really old. Paris,
1: <laughs> okay. it hits Paris too.
0: Yeah, 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 Later. yeah. Bits of a hit yeah. Um It's interesting because when I was doing the research, um, apparently uh, Deep Impact is uh, DeGrat Tyson's one of his favourite science movies. He actually thinks uh, the science was really done well, done well in this.
1: Mm, yeah, see, that's a yeah. negative point. Then. Yeah, see, that I knew you'd say that, but... Because I don't like a him. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He's a scientist. He's yes. also a fucking asshole.
0: Yeah, but he he is a scientist who was judging movies on science and I, I don't agree with him in a lot of things yeah but we're but not he, talking about the science section yet that's later sir yes. yeah but no, no this it's is related to what we were just saying like he did say the majority of the planet is covered in water and at no stage uh-huh. do any of the asteroids hit the water in your wonderful Armageddon movie
1: one of, not, them, say, one of them does a little New one does New York doesn't count a little one hits the water <laughs> all right no the one in new york like flies like cracks straight through the side of the chrysler building like it's near yeah. the water literally. again
0: very specific it's like it had it, it was like, no this will this will be
1: good Look, you know this i mean there where's the there's no the threat of the asteroid is way more present and immediate in Armageddon. all right it's a lot more threatening to see an asteroid blow up Manhattan in the opening scene of the movie than it is having your opening scene be okay. diddly fiddly glorious Steven Spielberg style hope music Excuse while a small me, child did you just looks reduce at the stars. All of Spielberg down to diddly fiddly. Yes, I did. All right, <laughs> I, I mean, his his soundtrack, and it's not even a Spielberg movie, but it's clearly there's a the the Mimi later that made this. She probably, you know, had a lot of help, I think. Or there's a lot of hangovers from when Spielberg was supposed to direct it. And the start of this movie, start of Deep Impact, is a child looking at the stars in Hope and going, oh my God, isn't, aren't the stars beautiful? I love you, my 15-year-old future wife. The start yeah. of Armageddon is, this space rock's gonna fucking kill you. Well, no, right? so and also, <laughs> Bruce Willis is an oil driller. He, yeah I was say is that mostly the around. beginning of the movie
0: <laughs> 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 I mean no I mean the whole I suppose okay let's stand aside for like that's the kind of the difference between the two movies though it's um deep impact is about the slow dread building up you're getting more and more worried as the movie goes on like something that's probably more re- you know realistic it is probably how people would feel like this is oh at first oh, you know there's a chance it might hit her Probably won't. We have a few things in plan. Don't worry about it. We're going to keep everything okay, and then slowly things fall apart. Whereas with Armageddon, it's just like you know what Bruce Willis may as well just may as well just jumped on like a fireworks rocket with a cowboy hat, lit it, and flew into space to destroy asteroid because it would be in the are same movie. Why you saying movie.
1: that? Like it would be a bad thing. There is a cow. There is a literal space cowboy in the form of Owen Wilson in Armageddon. There is. All right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who dies? without me even noticing it, going, oh, where is he?
1: <laughs> well, that's, you know, a lot of people die when an asteroid is colliding with the Earth. One of them, yeah. unfortunately, had to be owned with. Rest in peace. Yeah. And
0: I'm going to say, like, that's probably one of the issues I had with both movies. Um, they really treated this mission to destroy the asteroid, like, you'd go there, and then you'd come back afterwards. And I feel like 1998 space um, program would not have said oh yeah, we'll be able to fix something to go out to the asteroid and then leave the asteroid and come back. It would have been a one-way mission in both movies.
1: Yeah, it definitely. I will say deep impact gets one thing right, and that is, I guess, the fact that the United States government find out about this giant meteor hurtling towards the end of humanity, and don't tell anybody for a year and a half. Uh, yeah. They just don't tell anyone. They're just like, nah, fuck them. They make up some weird, mysterious, oh, that man is cheating on his wife <laughs> plot to hide yeah. their doings. That's pretty realistic.
0: That's pretty realistic, yeah. Whereas with um, Armageddon, was just like, hey, Russia, guess what? There's Nostoy going to kill us all. Want to help with this? Yeah, bro. And they
1: did. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah. Because that's, U- that's how world governments work, okay? Yeah. Everybody's best pals, and we just say, hey, man, I need your help. And also, Billy Bob Thornton, head of NASA, which is a phrase I can't, cannot stop saying because I love it so much. Well, we
0: have the title for the podcast ready. Billy
1: Bob Thornton, head of NASA. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, it could be a nuclear warhead, Mr. President, but it's not. It's a fucking asteroid named Dottie, and she's here to fuck shit up. Nice. Nice.
0: Um, do you want to know a fun fact about uh, the ship, the Messiah? from Deep Impact? Maybe. Do you know why it was called the Messiah? Except for obvious metaphor. Go on. Uh, because every person who was showed the set for the Messiah apparently just went Jesus Christ. So he went huh, yeah, what do you say? Because <laughs> it was so big, they just went Jesus Christ and they The set? yeah they set for the ship
1: like the interior where they shot like, yeah the, the space interior stuff.
0: shots like like when they were like in like just bringing people in hey look have a look at this and they just went Jesus Christ
1: so there you go that doesn't sound true that set wasn't that impressive I mean it was pretty impressive it just looked like any other interior space shuttle set. Yeah, but it i think they to be might huge. have used the same one as armageddon for some of it too.
0: no 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 they, like <laughs> armageddon had like a cargo bay and everything yeah
1: they had elevators in their <laughs> space shuttles man so <laughs> yeah. there's that levels, was the weirdest thing There's levels look at the those shit. ships on the
0: outside and you saw the cockpit and it couldn't have been as big on the, <laughs> on the inside massive, as a should? have you ever
1: seen us one of those space shuttles in real life They're i massive. have yes They're like two I stories know. tall Yes, but the cargo bay in that is huge. Like, it's massive. Two two stories tall, Dan. That implies you need an elevator. (laughs) It's massive. Anything more than one story and you need an elevator. No, the dimensions don't line up. There's no stairs in space, all right? Why not? Because why? You need an elevator. It has to have an elevator. Why? Because elevators are cooler.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Elevators
1: are sexy and jazzy. Stairs wouldn't be weak. great if the
0: servo broke down, would it? <laughs> no, probably not. You know what doesn't break down? Uh, stairs. Stairs can break. They can break, they don't break down.
1: <laughs> well, And you
0: only break part of the stairs usually. You, continue you know, your- actually, <laughs> You
1: know, actually, Deep Impact the Messiah could have done with an elevator because one of their astronauts is like 97 years of age and he probably can't use stairs.
0: Uh, excuse you, he was the last man on the moon and someone to respect, unlike all the people on his team who clearly didn't respect him because he was only no. on the moon. Like what He does, was only what's on the moon,
1: but also they're like, you're only here, you're like a publicity thing to put it, put a nice face on the mission, yeah. which is true. And then immediately they're like, ah, oh, let's just forget about that. He's cool.
0: I mean, no, no. I think I'm, I'm disagreeing with you here. I think he did have
1: experience. Like, he had probably the best experience. But like, he was he's defi- sitting in was, a chair. It was definitely a PR thing, though. The president, like, well, I'm specifically. Well, sure it was, but it was both. The
0: man was obviously the best expert to put on there. Because he's not getting up from his seat. He's not going outside. He's just flying. He's the best person at flying it. And he nearly fucked it up. Yeah, because for some reason, Earth like right the movie just great throughout a lot of it, but for some reason decided, yeah, we're going to go into the tail of this um, asteroid and then fly up through the tail. All the, like, house-sized rocks fly at us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, thought, and that was that's smart. You know what that was? That was his, like, old age, addled brain making incorrect yeah, because, decisions. Yeah, that, he
0: could, he was, yeah, that's it. They didn't
1: pre-plan this. They just went... He just went to the moon. You know what? I will take a spin into the tail instead. No, he eyeballed the whole thing. He just got there and was like, I'm taking <laughs> us in. Were like, no, dude, we have yeah. like... There's an autopilot system. No, man. Back in my day, I flew to the moon with a toothpick a toot and a paper clip. I don't need this shit. And he just like flew them in. <laughs> Why, if a matchbox
0: had wings, I could fly it. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Which... Before we go any further into this, I guess that brings us to Category 2, The Heroes. If I do this, I'm going to want to take my own men. You got it. This is the crew that will stop the comet. All right, Dan, tell me about your movie's heroes.
0: Okay, first of all is the hero we've been talking about for the last 10 seconds, um, <laughs> who you've hated on, uh, Robert Duval as Captain Spurgeon or fish, because Spurgeon, Sturgeon, fish. Uh, he's a veteran who went to the moon, and he's the pilot for the Messiah. Uh, well, co-pilot, we should say. There are two pilots. Um, Mary McCormick as Andrea Baker is the pilot next to him. And they they seem to have, like, a, a real rapport, because by the end of the movie, when they're sacrificing themselves, they she looks over at him and says, Sir, it's been a real honor. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they've had enough story, bar, I guess, being on the ship for five months, to really have that common respect for each other. Like, we didn't see this relationship yeah. grow.
1: It's all off screen. All of it. <laughs> it like, yeah. 90% of everything the, the, astronaut, the crew of the Messiah do in Deep Impact happens, like, off screen yeah you know, go like, hey, I mean the, here's the crew. They're off to save the world." And then the movie's like, five months later. Here's the crew. Remember all those problems they had ten seconds ago? They don't have those problems anymore. But don't you worry about it, son.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Ron Eldard. Uh, he is the commander Oren Monash, who um, who is the mission commander for the Messiah, and he's also the blind guy, uh, the guy who gets blinded on the surface while John Favreau. Gets, I don't know, asteroided, blown it into just, space.
1: Yeah, just gets destroyed. Ghost, that, like yeah, that's one. John Travolta yeah. is like the one whose tether breaks and he flies off. Yeah, space. And they're like, yeah. we have to go and save. Or what is it she says? Your one is it like because I remember remarking how it was such a weird moment because she says it like we're losing one. Or we're losing one of them, or something like that. Not even she doesn't say, "Oh shit, no, Gus is free falling into space. We gotta save Gus. We've been in space with him for six months. I need to save my friend Gus." It's just we're losing one of them. Oh, the
0: weird thing about (laughs) Gus as well is that they kind of made him not the most likable character from the start because when he's at like the little like barbecue party they're having before leaving, like he's over explaining how the asteroid. Works and behaves. Obviously, that's for us as viewers. But he's saying it to a kid. <laughs> like when the guy goes, "Come on, Gus. He's a kid. Just explain it simply." And it's just yeah, like,
1: "Gus, you fucking idiot!" Fuck. What was Gus? To be was knocked what off was, an was What was space. his
0: role on the team? uh Gus was the medical officer.
1: Really we which... put it on with him, huh?
0: Yeah, especially when um, yeah, I mean, blind, yeah. blind Blind, blind. Uh, Commander Oren Manash <laughs> got blinded by the sun. And this is one of the few times out of these two movies where I'd say, as stupid as Armageddon did it, the eye visors were a nice touch. <laughs> you know, they did So in Deep Impact, you know, there's meant to be like a secondary visor that shunts over the helmet and they'll be okay not looking at the sun directly, but they'd be okay. Uh, but it's malfunctioning and they can't bring it down. <laughs> but, uh, American had a response to that, didn't it?
1: Oh yeah, of course they did. Michael Bay clearly <laughs> heard your complaints about the <laughs> ineffectiveness of having a multiple visors on space helmets in space. And he thought, <laughs> rather than have a visor that like, is just kind of always protecting you from the sun's rays, he's like, nah, no, 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 no. That's not cool enough baby check yeah. this out what if they have automatically deploying sunglasses inside their visors that just pop down over their eyes whenever they need to look in the direction of the light yeah and you can't say it's not cool or mm. than you know a man I mean being okay. blinded because he couldn't put his visor down
0: okay here get... okay this is my point I'm going to give Um, it was more entertaining I'm not I don't think it was necessarily cooler or made more sense. <laughs> um, because it's, literally, it's not even like it covers his eyes. It's just like two little slits in front of his eyes. Like yeah. it just pops it's, down. It's like like, those, it like, could have even just like done sunglasses or something. Those are the you know?
1: sunglasses of the time. They're like the little tiny sunglasses that were just cool that people like Will Smith wore them, I think, probably. I, when he was yeah, the when he, he was probably, was the I think he prince.
0: wore them Wild Wild West or something, didn't he? Yeah, sure. You you know, yeah, I why don't not? know.
1: In his fresh um, Prince days, he uh, yeah. of
0: those little sunglasses. <laughs> uh, then there was Blair Underwood uh, who played uh, the navigator of the Messiah. Um, again, he didn't have much to do. He was... Which one was mostly, he? Uh, the black fella.
1: Ah, right.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, and then you had um, uh, Colonel Mikhail Tolchinsky who was easily like the most likable member of the team because he had a personality, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look, here's the thing, right? I understand because, okay, this movie was all about trying to make things seem realistic. This was set in a proper real world. So it makes sense that they got like Spurgeon or Fish as the head guy because they went, oh shit, we only have like a year to do this. We can't train someone to get the expert levels as Anyone else
1: does like, and that's why he, they don't. They know. I mean, literally. Well, Dan, funny you should mention uh, not being able to train people for a mission in space. Yeah, it's in funny year, in six weeks. All
0: right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> anyway,
1: before we get there, right?
0: Um, you know, this is where we kind of converge in a weird way. They land on the comet, which is a lot more common. I'm actually not sure, scientifically speaking, which comet is more realistic. Because I've heard more like more like a you know cheese holy sort of comments before you know ho- um, comments have loads of holes in them, and they're kind of broken up a bit. I've heard of those. I've also heard of the ones that we see but the, It's a bit more solid and there's a few gaseous explosions, sure, but you know um but yeah, so they they signed up um with a thing called a mole, which is a digger to dig about seventy meters into the core of the planet and then blow up. Or it gets stuck at 70, and it's meant to go deeper, and then they hope that it would blow up the asteroid, and everything is fine. And that's quite close to what happened in Armageddon 2.
1: It's the, the... The thought process is different, I think, in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> because in Armageddon, they're like, well, why don't we just blow the thing up? Let's just shoot a bunch of nukes at it, and blow it yeah. up. And some guy is like... I'm, listen, I'm a genius, okay? That's not going to work, all right? Who, who told why? you that? I who told know. you that? The president's, <laughs> the president's science advisor? Well, I went to college with him and he got a C in geometry, so don't listen to that dickhead. Listen to me, <laughs> random unnamed NASA scientist number two. Okay? <laughs> Never gives a point why. He just says, he just oh, says no, it won't work. He's just like, no, you have to, it, the, it, the exterior of the asteroid is too tough. We have to drill yeah. into the asteroid. And then, so NASA are like, all right, fine, let's do it. We need to enlist the aid of the world's sexiest bald oil driller, Bruce Willis, aka Prince William, <laughs> <laughs> aka He's yeah, I saw it, yeah, <laughs> aka Harry Stamper.
0: Yes, the which mean, is a brilliant name,
1: the meanest son of a bitch on an oil rig this yeah. side of Tennessee.
0: Shoots guns on an oil rig, you know shoots, that kind of Yep, yeah,
1: shoots guns on an oil rig, like tries to kill people. Is super protective of his, his, his daughter. But here's the thing, yeah. right? It's not just Harry because they they bring Harry in, and Harry's like he inspects the drill that they've, NASA have that he invented that NASA have secretly stolen from him the plans for it. Yeah, him. and he's like, you can't, you guys can't even build the drill properly. How the hell are you gonna do it? Drilling is an art, not a science. I've been doing this my whole life, and it still throws curveballs at me. I know how to drill anything. I can drill anything, is his basic life motto. He's drilling every
0: continent, every environment. He's, dr- he's yeah. drilled
1: on every continent from here to Alaska. That's not a continent. Moving on. Texas. Texas. Texas is a continent? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Why well, not. He, he's like, nah, bitch. If I'm going to do this, I need my own people. You NASA... You, you astronaut boys might be pretty smart, but you don't know how to drill. I can't, I can't teach you my entire life's experience in drilling in six weeks. They'll get us there, and I'll do the drilling, me and my team. So now you, he has a whole fucking slew of just, it's a, just a car like an a cast of characters. That's the word I was trying uh, to think. No,
0: of. you actually got wrong. It's a cast of uh, cartoon characters.
1: Yeah, car- who gives a shit? They're characters. Listen to these people, alright? <laughs> There's a whole, they all get their own superhero entrance too. My movie, Armageddon, has a montage where the US government is flying around America trying to find these people because they're all like, they're all off. Bruce Willis is like, yeah, once they leave the oilery, they all kind of tend to disappear and do their own thing. And they're all, <laughs> they're, all <laughs> they're all mental. You've got Michael <laughs> Clark Duncan who is your big dumb guy who's Kind of fun, but he's really, he's really on really a chase really with some cops. <laughs> he's just being chased by the police. You've got Owen Wilson as a cowboy dude who's a cowboy. Sorry, I should say Michael Clark Duncan's character's name is Bear. By yeah. Anyway, because I mean, yeah, you know, of course it is. A bear would be terrified of me. I yes. mean, of of course it is. Why would his name? Why would it yeah. not be that? <laughs> Owen Wilson's cowboy character, who's a he's a cowboy who is a cowboy. And his name is Oscar Choice and he wears a cowboy hat and he makes a Star Wars reference and he's pretty damn smart and you find him, where would a cowboy be, Dan? Why, he's riding a horse with a lasso through some open prairie fields because he's yeah. a cowboy, remember? You've got... You know, what? it's actually less of a
0: Avengers intro now. I'm thinking it's more and more like an anime intro. Like it's... final all the shonen it's, protagonists. It's,
1: it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, of course, Michael Bay, <laughs> noted anime buff. <laughs> Probably. (laughs) (laughs) You've got you've got Will Will Patton plays Harry Stamper's right hand man slash best friend. This is where it gets dodgy. Charles right, this is his name, Charles Chick Chappie. Right. Incredible name. Doesn't suit him. All right. Doesn't suit him. Who like is just kind of there to agree with everything Harry Stamper says and give really odd line deliveries. And also you find out he's not legally allowed to see his son anymore, but we don't know why. We're never told ever. He's just, there But go.
0: apparently saving the planet is good enough yeah. for that to be forgiven.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe it was in his list of demands that they give the US government for things that they want. <laughs> I want my child. Give me no my child what. back. You... Oh,
0: I don't know, man. We saw the court order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give my damn child back. <laughs> Next to him, all right, you've got Ben Affleck, of course. Young mm-hmm. stud Ben Affleck plays loose cannon A.J. Frost, who's hmm. buttonheads heads with, who is the, the most naturally gifted oil driller, Bruce Willis has ever seen. And Isn't Evolution amazing? It's you know? crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah. also, he's like sleeping with uh, Grace Stamper, played by Liv Tyler, who's Bruce Willis's daughter. Uh, yeah. So they're like button heads all the time, and they're like, "We don't, blah, 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 but I need you on this." Harry, I love him. I love him, Harry. But I need you on this rig, AJ. I can't do it without you, son. Blah, blah. blah. That's, I don't even know. What I talking. wouldn't join yeah. you if the world was ending. Well, <laughs> funny you say that. But he's here and he's a loose cannon. He doesn't play by the rules, all right? He's the he's the one you got to watch. He's the one that NASA are always like, you really sure this is your last chance to change up the crew if you don't want Ben Affleck coming along?
0: <laughs> this is, the uh, you know, the plan's gonna be destroyed, and it
1: might end. You know, I'm saying this man thinks he can like feel machines or whatever. I don't know. I
0: feel like he. I feel like he should have had a trump card that when he said no, he said, "I'll give you a billion dollars." Like the government just said, "Look, anyone who says no, just say you give them a billion
1: dollars. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> you yeah, know? why not? Sure, I'm sure. they oh, won't we'll we'll do for, for a money, billion, too. a trillion. Probably ask off you go. Yeah, Come on. I'd do it for a billion dollars. <laughs> I'd do it for a million dollars. Who am I kidding? I would probably do it for like five or you know? probably do it for free. Anyway, next (laughs) next on the list, on the rogues gallery of the Armageddon crew, very much a Suicide Squad esque movie. Yeah, (laughs) Steve Buscemi plays a man named Rockhound, super genius, who is a a literal genius. As he says in the movie, he has he got multiple PhDs in geometry and physics by the time he was twenty two. And hmm. people said, "Well, why do you work on an oil rig?" And he says, "Well, because the pay is good, and they let me use explosives," which is a fair point. So he's a genius, but he's also hmm. insane. Even do you even know many? Before, um, do you know, I mean, Do you think many oil rigs use explosives? I don't think they do at all. But no. You know, they Funny. probably have access to them, maybe. So maybe Bruce Willis. <laughs> <just> <laughs> we never use them, but we have a store yeah, they, of them I just mean, in like case. Bruce Willis would probably be capable of securing explosives. I think. Yeah. Just in. I mean, yeah. in real life too. I think Bruce Willis. Knows Look, how any to get oil explosives.
0: diggers on here? Uh, just uh, correct us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get in touch, oil drilling <laughs> nation. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag tree digging niche. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> and also to round out the cast, you have an Irishman who says two lines in the movie and is never heard from again.
0: Yeah, I, I actually, I think I missed him. As I, I, you, you mentioned him and I went,
1: what? No, he's there. He's a hundred percent. He's part of the crew at the start, and he speaks and he has like a Northern Irish accent. He's like a Belfast accent. And then I think he like he dies when the first shuttle crashes. He's like one of the. Mm. He just is dead, and that's it. They don't, yeah. they don't mourn him. They just move on. But that's it, and these are just a bunch of down to earth good dudes who like strippers, they, oh, and on, cocaine, on. and rock and roll. They're not down to earth. Don't
0: you fucking dare! They They're are just not down regular. to earth. They're the regular what kind of.
1: <laughs> they are the regular American man who <laughs> likes cocaine and strippers and naked ladies and making inappropriate jokes and blowing stuff up. They are, you get
0: space dementia.
1: They are the Michael Bay, average man version of the average Joe. That's what these people are. And boy, gosh, does this movie glorify every fucking thing they do. <laughs> and America. And well, of America. course, America. I mean, America. Is... You don't think Deep Impact glorifies America? Um,
0: no, not as much. I think it had much more of the 90s okay, um, I mean, America. Okay.
1: All right, here's just okay. nothing in Deep Impact is as much. As it is Armageddon. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. <of> <laughs> I'm
0: just I'm just saying, like, n- Deep Impact is kind of like 90s America view of itself, whereas Armageddon is 2020s view of itself.
1: Arma- so uh, the 90s were a lot more reserved. So-
0: it, it didn't go up on the whole America it's going to invade iraq and save the day and defeat the terrorists that whole like america's always been a lot about itself but it really steeped up in the so 2000s and i guess 2000s.
1: i guess what you're saying is michael bay and armageddon are so culturally important that they changed now. they changed america's opinion of itself
0: yeah they caused 911
1: michael bay caused the iraq war
0: that's going to go really well on our statistics of this show.
1: Woo, <laughs> <laughs> we've hit the trifecta there. We, mentioned, we don't mention the war, don't mention the. Anyway. I mean, there
0: were, we were going to mention the Twin Towers eventually because, you know, it, it, it's in, in Deep Impact.
1: It's in. it. They get destroyed in both, but Armageddon was the only one sensitive enough to edit it out afterwards. Uh,
0: Deep Impact actually has it sen- edited out for um, a lot of the versions. No, they don't. Yes, they do.
1: No, you're wrong.
0: I mean, they do. Yeah, maybe they do. <laughs> right? but I mean, you know, Michael. <laughs> I think it's <laughs>
1: incredible that Michael Bay even reined himself in enough to like edit that one clip of the Twin Towers exploding out of his movie about the world exploding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fair play to him. Well, there you go. They those are your your plucky team of heroes, I suppose. From each team, these are the astronauts. These are the people yeah. chosen in the movies to save the world. I guess yeah. uh, you guys tell us. Which, which you prefer? <laughs> I mean, I know what they're gonna say. They're all gonna go with yours
0: because hey, you but, hype them up to but, insanity levels. But, I was listen. trying to give the real
1: people. You, you, you know? can listen, man. That's not on me. If you don't hype up your your heroes, enough. I don't have to hype them up. <laughs> heroes don't need to be hyped up. No, of course they do, man. You there think you go. They're heroes.
0: They don't because they're heroes already. They do not have to be hyped. If they have to be hyped, they're not really that great as heroes in the place. That's the whole point of hyping things up.
1: No, 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 no. They, what they deserve, <laughs> what they deserve is praise and admiration and adulation, which my heroes have been given. Yours get jack shit.
0: I mean, I was trying to explain it and you went, nah, he's just an old fella because NASA liked that.
1: Yeah, it's called an argument, It's not an argument, though, because you just kept on saying the same thing, even though it's giving you other points. You went, no, he's old, it's definitely was that. It's not an argument. It is an argument. I'm not going to agree with a word you say. Moving swiftly on to the... I'm muting you. (laughs) Moving swiftly on to the next section. (laughs) Next up. This one, alright, you, you, it's- it's the science, okay? There will be a very large tidal wave moving quickly through the Atlantic Ocean. It'll be 100 feet high, traveling at 1100 miles an hour. It's faster than the speed of sound. He's got space dementia.
0: Ah, uh, space dementia.
1: I win. I win. <laughs> I win. My movie wins. Uh, do you
0: win because yeah. it has no physics in it?
1: My movie wins. My movie has space dementia. I win. I don't think... Story. Did you have yeah.
0: space dementia?
1: End of story. You okay? my, movie, my movie has a character, a tight close-up of an intense moment of a character literally just saying, he's got space dementia.
0: Um, A lot of your movie was me saying, wait a second... That makes no sense whatsoever. And then you going very much like Homer Simpsons in that episode where they go to Africa saying, Daniel, what did NASA just tell you?
1: Yeah. What did, <laughs> what did Billy Bob Thornton, head of NASA, just say, Dan? I mean, come on. Look, here's the thing. All right. Fuck science. Who needs science? Not me. About. Not me. Not Michael Bay. No fucking Thanks if there was any sort of real science in either of these movies, everybody would just die. And that'd be it. We'd all be dead. That'd yeah, be the end Yeah, there is. Uh, obviously, there's the so the some suspensions. No. So why not just say, ah, fuck science, man. Let's just have a cool movie about astronauts drilling holes in space. Because it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah, fuck it, man. It, it, the fiction element is much more important than the science element.
0: No, no. Science, is science fiction is all about fiction. how people deal... And how they cope with scientific truths and that is what Deep Impact actually bothers be. to do mm-hmm. whereas Armageddon simply uh, doesn't
1: no but I mean if you're you can't if you're gonna look at an Armageddon and even one say this doesn't make sense just turn off the movie It's not for you go watch something else because you're not you're not gonna you're, shouldn't be here you shouldn't be watching Armageddon you shouldn't be watching a Michael Bay movie just go, go go, read Neil deGrasse Tyson or Isaac Asimov or somebody. All right? You'll be, be fine. Don't worry about it.
0: I mean, it's just poor science fiction then.
1: Listen, Armageddon. You're just watching things Armageddon, that are pulled out Armageddon, of no... Let Armageddon. Me all right, go ahead. No, no, go on. Armageddon is more... Armageddon is about as science fiction as Star Wars is. Right. Which is to say it's not.
0: Yeah. And I think most people would now consider Star Wars more of a science opera than science fiction.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but it is dealing, it is trying to say Use science of the time. That's why they talked about getting a drilling team. They're bringing engineers and p- experts of fields to try and save the planet. That's the basis
1: of science fiction. They're bringing oil drillers to go to yes. space,
0: and they're engineers. What do you think oil
1: drillers are? Well, he designed Bruce, the oil drill. Bruce Willis <laughs> is just a man who fell in love with oil drilling. All right, at a young age he saw oil drilling thing on TV and <laughs> he just went that's me, I've found my purpose in life, I must drill holes or I will die alright well look,
0: um, we can look at some of the signs anyway um, so obviously as we said before um, the asteroid in Armageddon is far far bigger than the asteroid in Deep Impact um, it's So the one in deep impact, they try to stick close to, like, what if there's an asteroid impact the same as the dinosaurs? You know, it would still wipe out all of humanity if humanity didn't go underground, try to stop it in some way. Whereas um, I think with Armageddon, it's straight up. um, Again, it pushes it to the lunacy levels and just says, no, you have to do something or straight up. No life will exist. There are no bunkers to hide away from the Armageddon asteroid.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way too big. There's no like. I think. I think if the asteroid and Armageddon hits, just the Earth is no more. There's nothing. Yeah, it's no. gone. It's vaporized.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Straight up, you'll have a show. You know, if you ever, if anyone's ever watched Adventure Time, and they show a picture of Ooh, which is the planet, and it's just like a corner of it ripped away. That's what I imagine would happen if a Texas-sized asteroid hit Earth at like far faster than the speed of a bullet, you know?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um. So if you want to talk a few more science things, uh, gravity-wise it doesn't... There's... Armageddon kind of forgets about gravity, altogether. Um, Armageddon
1: specifically writes in a reason to forget about gravity. Go on. I missed it first time we were watching it, but in, in Armageddon they state that all of the the rovers, whatever the fuck they're called, the things with the drills in them that they're driving around it on and everybody's suits have like little reverse jetpack things on the back of them that are keeping them all down. I hate that even more. <laughs> <laughs> But it's um, there. It's there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, literally anything falling, or like we we saw other things like the machines they put up falling, and stones they had falling, and all of those still fell at Earth gravity speeds. Yeah, they had. They so all did had... they have little packs attached to everything in the area? Yep. On yeah, the grassy yep. plate, the grassy area, by the way. Yep. Because there's a, a good few scenes where they're just recording. It's just a, him walking up a grassy s- slope. Yep. It's not even hidden away that much.
1: Yep. All of it. They all yeah. had they all had thrusters.
0: Yeah. Um now I was listening to it there. Uh, obviously um so what happens in my movie Deep Impact is the asteroid um gets broken up, but it's a failure because they weren't able to get it deep enough, and the asteroid uh gets split into and uh, let me just remember the name the and um, the the big um asteroid wolf and then the smaller one spider uh, Biderman. And Earth is just like, yeah, it'll still hit Earth. Um both of them still hit Earth and mess everything up. And the Biderman asteroid actually does come down and hit Earth, and it's just off east of America, and you just have this 100 foot, um, 100 feet, even though uh, some um, facts online said it was 400 feet high, which makes more sense if you compare it to the buildings in New York. And it just basically destroys all of Europe, a good chunk of Africa, and the entire east coast. You know, and Neil Gratheism was actually saying, like, that's probably like the most realistic thing to happen in one of these movies just like a big tidal wave from an asteroid impact just obliterating everything on its path um and like so with your movie we obviously had a few different things um you know the asteroids hit new york paris Mm -hmm. and thailand or taiwan
1: (laughs) i think it's i don't know it's somewhere somewhere vaguely in uh it's shanghai
0: yeah okay it's shanghai okay it hits shanghai Uh, and that's why yeah it hits yeah it just hits urban centers for some reason yeah um and yeah so you know the the rest of the movie um we kind of have so what happens in your movie is that uh there's two ships that went there and they were split up and the one ahead fails at fails at its mission and it's like we're screwed we can't do anything then and then the secondary ship uh people uh, with Ben Affleck's team are able to catch up with another drill and give it another shot. So there's very much a movie like, oh, we failed on the first time, like in Big, um, Deep Impact, but they'll basically sacrifice themselves or at least one of their own to save the day and destroy the second one. And that's what they did with Wolf as well in Deep Impact. They were able to basically... F- which... Is cooler than Armageddon. It is cooler because they flew their spaceship with nuclear warheads attached into the core of the asteroid to blow up the entire thing, and that's cooler than what happened in Deep in um,
1: Armageddon. It's cooler than Bruce Willis blowing himself up with a thumb trigger. Yes, to save flying
0: a spaceship with nuclear
1: weapons attached into the core of a
0: planet. The planetoid it's it's cooler, cooler than.
1: You think it's cooler than a man finally coming to terms with his own mortality and finally, for the first time, accepting the man who would be his son and telling Ben yes. Affleck, I love you, Ben. Look after my daughter. Because it's really interesting because
0: for a long time when we we're discussing this, that sort of like emotional human thing would have been on my side of the table. Whereas the crazy, yeah, we're gonna fly a fucking spaceship into this core of this asteroid and blow the fuck up,
1: was <laughs> more your yeah, domain. But it's all about how it's presented, isn't it? It's it not was pre- presented. It's it's presented a lot cooler in Armageddon. How do you? How? Aerosmith soundtrack. Fuck. I mean (laughs) I have an Aerosmith soundtrack yeah I
0: mean you know I was getting a bit annoyed there with a few of your arguments but that's a fair one
1: Uh, yes science sucks I win again let's move on the final section was it engaging but
0: how bad does it make you feel
1: How bad does it make you feel, then?
0: Okay, so I'll say this. Like, we watched both movies. And, like, I, I watched Armageddon. And as much as I said all the shit I did about Armageddon, it's still a thrilling, very enjoyable movie. It's dumb as fuck. It's stupid. But it's a fun movie. Like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, nice. It's that kind of thing. It's explosions and dumb shit you know Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whereas i feel deep impact so i've said this before i'm not sure i said in this podcast but i genuinely have a fear of asteroids hidden earth like it's like this thing that gives me a daunting feeling it's very uncomfortable for me to even think about because there's not much you can do about it (laughs) you know um so i look at deep impact and i think it builds that tension up beautifully because it addresses so many things it's you know, you could say, oh, we're going to go out there and all the people all the population are going to stand in the background and don't have much to say. But he addresses that by saying, like, you know, wages won't change. We're going to have no riots. We're going to live on as normal for the next while. And we'll peep in every few months to see what's going on. And our best hope is that nothing, it'll probably, it probably won't hit earth. We'll probably be OK. We're just doing things in case and things get progressively worse. And then, you know, governments having to make harsher um, choices, like saving a certain amount of people and openly admitting, like, most of you will die and we can only pick who we need to rebuild society. And these are all kind of things I think about with Astros. And I think Deep Impact takes its time in letting that fear kind of creep into you, you know?
1: Look, I think... um I think it's kind of it's kind of perfect in a sense for me that both of these movies exist and they both came out at basically the same time. Cuz whatever you want in your asteroid is going to blow up the movie world movie. You can get it in one of these two movies. Yeah. Like a depends. you know, if you want if you want slap and soundtracks and cowboys blowing up fucking asteroids and drilling oil and sexy babes and all that freedom shit you can watch Armageddon if you are interested in the other stuff you can watch Deep Impact (laughs) I don't know I I just I
0: guess I I think Deep Impact is more important because it does address a serious danger arguably the most serious danger to humanity you know whereas I, I think Armageddon makes light of it and goes past it like, you you, never, at no stage in Armageddon, do you fear for anything? And you can even argue in Deep Impact, they didn't really succeed fully.
1: I mean, they didn't in Armageddon, really, either. Why not? Because, like, multiple large populated areas were destroyed and martial law was yes. declared in 36 countries across the world.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think that's, uh, like, a failure of countries to call in martial law when literally the entire population is in massive, massive danger. That's just what would happen on Earth in those times.
1: Mm, So you're saying Armageddon is realistic then?
0: Well, I mean, in that regard, yeah, they did one right thing. I'll take um, it. And everything else, not so much. Also, I'm just going to make a point, like the entire East Coast of America was wiped out. Most of Europe and a huge chunk of Africa Like, Mm -hmm. that is a greater failure than anything that happened in Armageddon. I
1: mean, in Armageddon, we lost New York City. That's basically the only important thing in the eastern seaboard of America. We lost Paris. That's basically Europe. And we lost Shanghai. That's essentially all of Asia.
0: It's a very American perspective. Congratulations.
1: I am one with the bay. Okay. Okay. I spell yeah, I spell okay. Michael Bay's last name B A E.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got that. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's kind of my look at it. Um, I just I I think it's a topic, I guess that should be more prevalent in people's thoughts, especially when it comes to like funding these things and studying space. I'm okay with taking light notes about space travel and. Even saving the planet from massive disasters. And I, like I said, I enjoyed Armageddon, but um, I mean, maybe it's a personal thing, but Deep Impact hits on a lot more things inside me. Like, a lot more, not even just depth wise, but like, it seems to, like, it has a bit of um, strength to it. There's this density to what happens in Deep Impact.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong i guess in what you're saying but i mean i suppose both movies are engaging in that sense they 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 hit different points and they offer different stimuli but they're both engaging movies
0: yeah but i don't think it's a uh, total or system when it comes to engagement like i i just think deep impact is far more engaging like
1: Well, I'm on Armageddon's side, as I must be, as it is my movie. Yeah.
0: But, like, on a human level, on a science level, you know, I mean, we didn't even come across, like, I don't think the casting was done uh, great for Jenny, but even her feelings towards her father and mother and the concept of dealing with suicide during a massive disaster like this and forgiving the people that you love and reunite and being with who you are, it's it's a very very human story. Uh, I mean, I think that's the entire movie. It's a a very... It's humans trying to do things for humanity's sake and each other. And I guess that hits a few more notes for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you have that in Armageddon. It's just kind of blurred a little by all the, like, air horns and American flags.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get a few scenes of... People standing up in different parts of the world and praying and all this kind of stuff. I like that they included the rest of the world because, to be fair, one thing you can say about Deep Impact, they kind of ignored the rest of the planet. They just went, yes, and Europe died too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Europe, Europe was killed on the way back to its home planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, maybe that's why I liked uh, the Russian fella so much in Deep Impact because he actually showed a bit of
1: international
0: influence there
1: you know I think you can probably boil down each movie's core philosophies to their depiction of their Russian character yeah (laughs) oh god yes each movie has a Russian cosmonaut who is like helping the crew the, um, yeah. the the otherwise all American NASA astronauts. There's one yeah. cosmonaut involved, and they they are they're very different characters. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I suppose it, it talks about like the the uh, kind of duality that America has of Russia. Like there's the view that oh, Russia is one of our main competitors. They are very intelligent. They're very good at science. They're very sturdy people. You know, and then there's also oh, crazy
1: drunk Russian guys. You know, <laughs> like space space dimension. Yeah. He Did had, he have space dementia too? I'm pretty sure he was up there for like eight months and he had, hadn't spoken to yeah. another human before he met the rest of the guys. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Space dementia. Well, there it is. We've split the hairs. We've done it. Armageddon versus deep impact. I hope you guys liked it. Uh let us know, I guess. What do you guys think? Which is the we'll superior leave. movie. What's your favorite? Armageddon or yeah. Deep Impact. Is there another giant asteroid hurtling towards the Earth movie that you would consider? In nineteen ninety
0: eight specifically, no specifically other. Specifically one that came out in nineteen ninety
1: eight. <laughs> yes. We're not I'm not accepting like Greenland or anything that came out recently, all right? It must be <laughs> 1998. It was a good movie. Great movie. I like Greenland yeah, a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
0: And that, that did the whole daunting thing as well very well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Good movie. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so Joe, I don't know, just let us know. Sound off, wherever the hell you like to comment. Whatever messages you want to send us. Yeah. Armageddon versus Deep Impact. We will return next week to, back to regularly scheduled programming. We'll return we to our main series, where we will be covering... It's my turn.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you folks, I've been thinking about this two movie thing for so long, I didn't actually choose one for next week. But I'll give some clues out in posts throughout the next week on every day and you can guess it.
1: It's Treasure Planet.
0: God damn it, how did you know? It's not. It's <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> All right, it's there it is. Deep Impact 2. This time, it's personal. They decided to take a note out of Armageddon.
1: They, yeah, they you saw know. the monetary, like how much more money yeah. Armageddon made. They were like, shit, we've got to make changes for the second one. Bring in Morgan and, Willis.
0: <laughs> no, Barack Obama was father, Morgan. Freeman, they're like, ancestry um, presidents, both go to space to fight the asteroid themselves.
1: Giant mech suits.
0: Yeah, I'd A watch it.
1: Pacific impact. Deep. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say deep, the other words there, but I'm not going to not gonna finish that no. sentence. Alright, there it is. No. Let us know. We will be back Dan we'll send out those posts. As always, thank you everyone for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, send us money, t-shirts, whatever the stuff... Speaking of, shout out to the main man Ricky for sending us some lovely t-shirts recently. Yeah, they were awesome. Podcast name. See the rest of me. you. The rest of you suck. Uh, you have, you the have to keep your game, game up, guys. Really need to step step it up and yeah. send us hoodies or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's it from me. That's it for me. Later, nerds. <laughs> Sure. No. <laughs> I'm